So, the big question is this. How can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, fix, heal, and correct lingering run injuries so you can enjoy your passion for running for the rest of your life? That is the question. And on runpainfreepodcast.com, your host, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, gives you the answers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Run Pain-Free live stream. This is our podcast right now, and today we are talking about the miseducation of runners. I am Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, and I'm a sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, and this is episode 99, so I'm super excited because that means 100 is up next, and that's tons of juice coming your way, tons of information, and that's exactly what the premise of today's entire podcast is, our live stream is about, our beliefs that we're going to talk about that can get you into ruts. It's all about the miseducation of runners. And so I'm going to talk about a specific person on this one, our very own girl, gal, Babette. And it's so that you all can actually put yourself into that, into that, into the shoes of Babette, because I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. So uh, we are going to talk about plantar fasciitis in the realm of miseducation of runners. And the reason I'm choosing plantar fasciitis, I'm also going to do an injury analysis about that later uh, in the injury analysis part of this. And it's because I have worked on plantar fasciitis for almost two decades, and it literally still is the highest, most common runner injury. And it's also the most common for sedentary people. <laughs> so that's why it's really not a run injury. No injury is a run injury. And it's things like that that are miseducated and they give you all a, a really fa a falsehood to lean on that you all really do lean on because you don't know any better because it's not your job to know any better. I'm the first person when I'm going to a service or I'm calling somebody up, I'm like, this is not my job. I do my own job. I do my job well. Can you please do your job? So it's not your job to know these things. So that's why we're here at Run Pain Free to educate as many people as possible on you because your body really is something that you should know. So plantar fasciitis is going to be the overarching idea. I think it's super easy for everybody to understand it in the aspect of how we get uh, misled and misguided, especially online. And I hate to lean so much online, but it's just what it is in 2024. So let's talk about it. So Babette's a busy professional. She's a business owner. She's a mom. She's got two kids. Uh, one's about to graduate college. One's just getting into college. And she travels all over the world all the time. I know just this year alone, she was in like London one day, then went to Tokyo, then went back to America, then went to Italy. Like she's all over the place. So Babette really found running as a way for something that she could do. It was it was easy for her to stick to it. Just all, you know, growing up, she always had a hard time sticking to an aerobics plan or a workout or an eating uh, regimen. I'm not gonna use the word diet because that's another thing we can talk about another day. 
And so she really had a hard time finding things that she could stick to and stay healthy. And her fitness was really a big and important to her. Like everybody who is a Run Pain Free Network, who's Run Pain Free followers in our universe here, Run Pain Free Universe. We are all very keen on our health. We want to be healthy. We want to live long and be mobile. And that's who Babette is. And so if running did that for her. It was the first thing she was able to actually stay consistent with in a convenient form of exercise. So no matter where she was at work, she knows she could always run. And even if she would say she could go to the concierge at the hotel and they'd have like a little map for her no matter where she went. And so she found it as an invaluable stress reliever. But then when stability sneakers and special socks came into her life because she was starting to feel foot pain, <laughs> it started to become a real problem. Running became a real problem. And so it really led her to having unenjoyable runs. She didn't wasn't able to run as long as she wanted to. And then it wasn't even about just going for the run. It was about running without the actual foot pain. So that sent her like everybody else to a sneaker store where they get gait assessed and they're immediately told that you need a stability sneaker. Now I have to say it that quickly because that's how quickly it's done. And if anybody on here has gone to get their gait assessment, they know that it's also that quickly. And there really is no other sneaker they're gonna show you other than a stability sneaker. Now there's a huge backstory to this that I uncovered being an expert in the industry and working with those sneaker stores myself. Uh, there, there's a such thing called marketing and marketing is real and it's everything is a business and the sneaker industry is a billion dollar industry from that and it's not by accident and it's not by chance it's a billion dollar industry running is the most worldwide sport it's the world, most worldwide hobby and so that's why <clears throat> Worldwide, 80% is still to this day the amount of injured runners worldwide. And it's the highest, highest amount of uh, injuries of any sport on any country and any place, which is unheard of. It's just insane. But it really does lead to a lot of this misinformation. So she went there. She was told she needs to have stability sneakers. So she got stability sneakers. Well, Stability sneakers lock up your mobility, hence the term stability. So I love when I find people on my page commenting underneath things when I talk about stability sneakers being terrible and specific to actual names and brands that are the worst of those, that uh, stability sneakers are not immobile and that those top sneaker companies actually have a neutral shoe. <laughs> I love when someone tries to school me on something I actually do for a living and have studied for, I don't know, 30 some years. So I think it's funny. But anyway, so she went there and they gave her, they put her in stability shoes and they did put her in Brooks. Yes, sir. Which is my number one highest injury sneaker. That is from our data here at Run Pain Free. Every single person that signs up and gets approved to be in the one-on-one -on -one program with me here at Run Pain Free. Uh, I immediately go, I take certain stats and one of the number one stats is what are you actively running in? And the 95% of our people are in Brooks. It's just what it is. It's not a slight to anybody. I'm just giving you all stats. Do with it what you want. It's just information. So she was in those and they actually locked her up more. So then she sought out the special socks. She sought out the ice bottle <laughs> where you roll your foot on the ice. 
Uh, she was attempting, she was actually getting worse every time she did something. She was getting worse every time. And her goal was to be mobile and active throughout her entire life. She wants to run well into her older years. She's actually told me that she wants to be in the 100-year-old races where she's 100 years old and running. But plantar fasciitis was threatening that vision and leading her into a spiral of stress and self-loathing because as a business owner, an entrepreneur, and a mom, and a wife, her having time for herself was something she felt really guilty about doing. So if she just couldn't fit it in where she could get it in, then she felt like she wasn't also taking care of herself. So then that would run her rampant in her brain, then to herself internally, which I'm sure so many people can, can relate to. So she's stifling down what she can't do for herself. Her self-care is going out the window. Her ability to be mobile is getting less and less. The pain is getting worse and worse. And she's doing everything she's being told online, by peers, in the stores, and even at the doctors. She's doing everything that she can. And it's just getting worse. So eventually, every single run was hurting her. There was nothing not hurting her. Classic plantar fasciitis, everybody will say, when they get up in the morning and put their foot down on the ground, they can't stand up. It's excruciating pain. It's like the biggest red flag. You absolutely have it. And so it was really affecting her physically, but it was weighing heavily on her mental health and her family life. She just wasn't her best self in her in her space, in her work with her kids, with her husband. And so the internet and the running shoes that were offered, a myriad of treatments and all of this, none of it addressed the actual root of the problem. And it just exasperated her condition and leading her to a breaking point where she couldn't even walk without pain. So most people who come to run pain-free, it's not until they literally can't live their life without that pain that was once just in the run. It's when it becomes a part of, it's affecting their entire life. That's who comes to run pain-free. So we really do deal with people who entire lives is being affected by this pain that was just a nag at one point. And because of the education which is out there as information. If information is out there enough, it becomes education, okay? So now it's people take it on as law. People take it on as that's, that's what we need to do. Everybody said it in the Facebook group. Everybody said it in runner's world. Everybody said it online on Instagram. So it, it must be education and it takes on as law when it's actually making you worse. And the biggest red flag for that is you actually feel worse. That would be your first sign that what you're doing ain't working. Just saying, side point. So she got to a point where literally she could not walk without pain. And so she was like, okay, now this is a bigger deal. Like it's beyond running. It's beyond me losing my ability to run because it just, it was painful to walk. So this profound sense of loss and affecting her, how she identified, how she was healthy, how she stayed fit, was starting to really affect her daily life. But then came the epiphany where Babette learned that her foot pain specifically plantar fasciitis, had actually nothing to do with her foot at all. And everything was way up top in her hip and her spine. And this blew her mind. It absolutely blew her mind. It was contrary to everything she had been told and she had believed. And now she was armed now, armed with this understanding, Babette 
dived headfirst into the Run Pain Free Academy. This is where she replaced her braces, orthotics, and temporary fixes of knowledge and understanding of all those things. And she actually learned about how her body is connected and she really, really ate it up. She literally became a student of the Run Pain Free Academy and the plantar fasciitis course that we have a whole course on it. And we really explain why it is, how you get it, and how to actually fix it. And so years of lifestyle accidents and her injuries, period, tell a story of her body and why she was in pain. And it had absolutely nothing to do with her feet. And so this is what she really came to run pain-free for. She found us on an event. She found us online. She came and, and spoke to us. And so she really put, was, she really thought that, you know, her feet were something that were the problem. And so once we got her out of all these quick fixes, I hate to say that because none of them fix anything, but they're known as quick fixes. So the information is it's a quick fix. There's, believe it or not, plantar fasciitis is actually easy to fix. It's easy to fix because it has nothing to do with your actual feet. It has to do way up top, but it really is about how your body is moving and why, specifically why Babette's body is moving that way. There was a reason why her body was moving the way that it was. And because it was doing that, it resulted in this. The truth of the matter is uh, plantar fasciitis is really just tight calves, but tight calves is a result of something going on that you need to fix. So it really has nothing to do with your actual foot where you feel pain. It's the pull on the foot. And so I'll go over that in the injury analysis. So look forward and stay tuned. But Babette really had gone a year. It was a whole year where she was struggling in pain and not being able to run without pain and then starting not to walk in pain. When she started to not be able to walk in pain, when she started to, when she was starting to walk in pain, rather, that's when she found run pain-free. So it's really something to understand because within two weeks after a year, within two weeks, she was running without any foot pain and her foot felt light. She couldn't believe that she was walking without any issues and the real root was getting fixed because the real root was getting fixed. So once you get out of the pain spot, which is where it's just resulting, then, and we actually go to the root, then we're affixing what the result was and that goes away quite quickly. And then the real thing gets fixed and the real thing gets exposed and all those good things. But that's what sports biomechanics is. It's understanding why the, why the athlete got injured in the first place so it never happens again, quite literally. So Babette's story is powerful and it's a reminder of the importance of proper education and correction, not treatment. You don't want to treat anything. You want to fix stuff. Okay. Her journey from pain and frustration to knowledge and encouragement of being able to have the life that she wants, which is very mobile and running into the hundred year old age group. Recovery is now inspiring for her and it helps her understand her body more. It takes the fear out of it. She was no longer fearful that she wouldn't have the ability to run later on in life. It took away uh, the unknown. I mean, the biggest fear is the unknown. And at Run Pain Free, we really do pride ourselves on swapping fear for knowledge. Once you understand what's going on, there's really minimal, if at all, any fear. And so this is for all runners to understand that this plantar fasciitis thing has been going on for a very, very long time. My first plantar fasciitis that I fixed was 2008. He was a traveling runner when I worked um, downtown in New York City. And 
he was, he would run on the weekends. He worked in finance, high stress job, and he used running on the weekends wherever he was traveling to as his stress reliever. So he had the sock, he had all these things. And he was the first plantar fasciitis that I fixed. And in 2024, it's still the most common injury for runners. But it's also very common for sedentary people. So when a runner who talks about, oh, I run all the miles and I do all these things and I train all the time, well, but you have plantar fasciitis and that's a part of running, right? Like some badge of honor, which I'll never get. Um, if that's the case, then how would someone who just sits down all day long on a computer working on it, working at a desk all day long, doesn't do any activity, isn't active at all, doesn't even walk anywhere, let alone run somewhere, they have the same exact pain you have because it has nothing to do with running, has nothing to do with running. All running does is expose how your body moves because it's the most exceptional expression of movement for the human body. And you should all be thanking the run. And that's why I believe every human being should be running at something, something every week because it's going to save you from years of pain. It's going to tell you so many years earlier that you have a problem. And so you're still able to fix it and be active with it and, and put more years onto your life and add to your life because running is going to expose your problems. And that's all running is doing. The issue with plantar fasciitis is it really is the number one injury that is bestowed upon a runner with stability sneakers. So therein lies the levels of miseducation and the layers of miseducation of runners. You know, if your first stop as a runner is to go to a sneaker store, then your first stop is gonna begin into a stability sneaker. That's just what's gonna be. I've worked with a lot of people. I've worked with, with sneaker stores. I, I've said it in other podcasts. I used to do the injury events at a very popular run store in New York City, and it would be standing room only. We'd have people uh, like it packed, packed the room to go over injuries and explain to them how they're happening and where they're coming from. And in that room, I would say, don't get these sneakers behind me on this wall. They're not moving. If your foot can't move, you're, where do you think your body is going? If you don't have function through your foot and full foot function, you'll never be able to move the rest of your body. And your hip and your, your hip and your foot are synonymous in terms of movement. So if you lock your foot up, you lock your hip up. I don't know where you're going as a runner like that. But it's a belief. It's a belief based on your peers, based on the groups, based on the track clubs, based on levels of education that are lacking in the community in and of itself, unquote professionals, that you should be in a stability sneaker when you shouldn't. It's the last thing that should be on a runner's body. There, there's a reason for a stability sneaker and it is not on an athlete's foot at all. So, but that's where you start. And so then that follows you and then everybody around you is doing it and you see it everywhere. And again, enough information consistently becomes education and education you all take on as law. And it's interesting because you all know you didn't go to school for this. You all know you don't study this. You all know it's not your job. It's a hobby at best. Yet this is something you're going to tell somebody like me who actually has thousands and thousands of hours and study and education and experience in this actual field. It's mind boggling. It's mind boggling. And again, the mis that's why it's the miseducation. It's a strong word because it's a strong problem. That's not how this works. So 
Unfortunately, the beginning of running starts with a stability sneaker, which actually in my professional opinion, is the only external factor that actually injures a runner. Everything else is you. How your body moves, how your body runs, how it doesn't run, what it's in dysfunction in, whatever injuries you've had, accidents you've been in, any health issues that you have. That's all your body moving the way your body moves. But if the only thing outside of you that really jacks that up is a sneaker. If your sneaker don't move, you're not moving. And the more you do that, you're compounding the dysfunction you already have. So depending on if you already have a hip issue, if you already have a back issue, if you have a shoulder issue, it's just going to compound it and put it into you. But then you think you have knee pain. You think something's wrong with your knee. Ain't nothing wrong with your knee. There's never anything wrong with your knee, but run enough compounding all the other things that are resulting in like a knee pain or a foot pain, then you will have a knee problem and you will have a foot problem, but it's very quickly fixed because it's not where it's coming from. And so this whole miseducation of running live stream, this whole aspect, the injury analysis of plantar fasciitis, the belief systems, everything we're going to be talking about today is all based on the premise of knowing what information you're listening to, where did it come from, question it, and ask around. And just don't take it for surface value. This is your body you're messing with. If you want to be mobile the rest of your life and as a fitness expert, the number one, the, the key to a long life or the fountain of youth, if you will, is mobility, is mobility. You have to keep moving because the minute you stop moving, it is all downhill. So don't trust your body, your physical body, which is some random person online. I literally, it's still to this day, I cannot believe how many people I see who actually randomly ask questions in these marathon groups or in a runner group or just in just out loud on, on social media. It just blows my mind. Who is answering these questions? Who is answering these questions? I'll give you one more quick story that adds to that before I move on to the injury analysis. And I have, I have been tagged by hundreds and hundreds of people in groups. I'm in many groups. I've been on, we've been on Facebook since inception of Facebook. And I, I used to answer a lot of questions and I really don't anymore. And one of the main reasons is I had a person who ran a group, very large running group, I will not name it, on Facebook. And it was a private group that I'm in and a lot of people are in. And one of my runners, someone asked in there for expert help on, I believe it was foot pain if, I'm, if, I'm, if my mind is serving me right. I really don't care what it was about because that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is that one of my runners, like many, will tag me and say, hey, reach out to my coach at Run Pain Free, um, Coach Jessica, da 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 The person came in that runs the group and completely went off on her publicly in in their comments on the page all that so i the the runner reached out to me and i was in the group so i was able to go see it and lo and behold the owner of the group was not only someone who knows me but was someone who came to me for help <laughs> so let's just break this down a little bit shall we the runner who was running the group is a hobby runner They've actually sought me out, have had interactions and conversations with me that I've had with this person. So they know they themselves have come to me for expert help. Someone in the group asks for expert help, ran by a hobby runner. 
and someone comes in and says, hey, and, and I know you all have, everybody sees someone tags somebody, hey, you may, be, may get help by this person. That's a commonality on social media. Everybody gets tagged. We all do. Everybody sees it. So it's very common what I'm telling you. Here's the point. The minute that that happened, which is what should happen, someone asks for help. Hey, I have a, I have a professional who can help you. Here's their, here, contact them. Here's their tag. Here's their name or whatever. The hobby runners shut it down. Not only did they shut it down, they deleted the comment and kicked the person out of the group. So what kind of help are you actually providing when you know yourself, you do not know these things, you're not educated in the actual context, you're not an expert in it, you're not even a professional in it, you're a hobby runner who's running a quote helpful end quote group. Where's the help in that? You just eliminated anybody from in that group getting proper education to help themselves, proper information from experienced professionals to help themselves. That's where the meat of the problem comes from, stuff like that. People mandate their groups all the time. I mandate my group. That's why it's not on Facebook. How about them apples? Ours is totally off. Private community. I'm not playing games. For stuff like that. For stuff like that. So when you understand the layers of the miseducation that is given to you all and put out there, you start to really try to check what did you listen to? What did you do that someone online said to do? What did you read in an article that you said to do? Because in this day and age, anything you look up, you will find. If you want to find, why should I only wear stability sneakers? You're going to find an article on it. You really may have a hard time finding, why shouldn't I wear stability sneakers? But Run Pink Free podcasts will come up for sure. Because <laughs> I have like 10 of them on my, in, my, in, our, in our show. But... Anything you look for, you will find. You got to start checking. Where am I getting this information from? Who gave it to me? What is their experience? What is their, what is their credentials? Because it all matters. And so that is what this podcast is about today. I want to drop some seeds. I want to get you interested. I want to get you stewing. I want to get you listening to Babette's story because I, I know her story reaches everybody. People who run because it's a stress reliever. People run because they can do it anywhere. And then all of a sudden, bang, you're in pain. You can't walk. You can't move. Now you feel like your self-care is out the window. You're getting upset because you can't do anything now you're gaining weight and now you're not now you feel like crap and around and around we go all be and then you go out and you ask hey I'm in I need help and someone's mandating your help that you don't even know about and you're getting information that is so lacking any education whatsoever and you just keep getting worse and worse and worse and worse and then you stumble upon the run pain free podcast and voila pain is gone that's what we do here at Run Pain Free. So stay tuned. We are we have a lot to go over. Next up is the injury analysis. I hope you enjoyed this part of the podcast, and I will talk to you on the other side. And that's the finish line for today's episode. You're not just a runner. You're the key to your healing. Learn how to run stronger after injury at runpainfreenow.com. Until next time, athlete, 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 athlete.